Shulchan Arach Harav, today we begin Hilchas Nefilas Apayim, the laws regarding the supplications that follow Shemana Esrei. This is in Simen Kuf Lamed Aleph, section 131. There are six halachas in this section. Halacha Aleph 1. When the Shliach Tzibras finished repeating Shemana Esrei, the congregants should prostrate themselves and recite prayers of supplications, each reading according to its custom. Now, a couple of notes here. The term, Nefilas Apayim, means literally falling on one's face, because as we're going to explain, these supplicatory prayers were originally recited while prostrating oneself. And this is from the Rambam and Hilchus In fact, only certain passages are recited while prostrated. One stands while reciting the, pre- the preceding and following passages. Nevertheless, the name Nefilas Apayim is often, often applied also to these prayers collectively. This bracket of prayers, which is omitted on festive occasions, is also commonly known as tachnun, literally supplication. Now, we should point out that these uh, prayers, tachnun is also, it's customary to recite them while one is davening alone, not just in the presence of a minion. Now, the Rebbe said each region according to its custom, in a siddur, as is also the case in all sedurim of Nusach Svard, the Altarebbe follows the Kabbalistic custom of including the alphabetical confession, Ashamnu, Bagadnu, etc., as well as the Yudgimel Mideis Harachamim, that's the 13 attributes of mercy, Vayavar, etc., before these prayers of supplication, before Tachnun. Now, in the Toichen, in the content of Tachnun in particular, there is considerable diversity between the wording that appears in the Ashkenazic, uh, Nusach Ashkenaz, Ashkenazic order of prayer, and Nusach Svard, the Svardic order of prayer. Okay, continuing the Allah. Though in principle this prostration is a custom practice by old Jews from earliest times. As the Gemara Megillah says, it is not obligatory, but optional. It's Rishus. Hence, all of its laws are dependent on customs, as will be explained. Okay, now, just to point out, if this prostration were oblig- obligatory, then Rabbi Eliezer ben Hurkanus would not have refrained from observing this practice as related in Bava Metziah. Continuing the halacha, The supplications that are made while prostrating oneself must immediately follow Shemana Esri. If one made an interruption and became involved in other matters after Shemana Esri, his supplications will no longer be as acceptable. In the Hebrew, Avalim Hifsik Vaasak Bidvar Machidim Achratvila Shuv Ein Trinasai Nishmas Kolkach. However, the Aliyah Rabbah says they still should be recited. Okay. And therefore, says the Altarab, Lachain Ein Ledaber Ben Tfila, Lenefila Sapayim. One should therefore not speak between Shemun Esrei and these supplications. Afabi Shemun Adin Ein Yisabedavar, Shadikin Filas Payim, Hirishos. Even though, according to the letter of the law, no prohibition is entailed. Because in principle, these supplications are optional. But still, one should not speak between Shemunasi and 
these supplications for the reason that we just mentioned. We call Makam nevertheless. Nevertheless, one is required to be vigilant only with regard to making an interruption and becoming involved in utterly unrelated matters. There is no need to be concerned about a brief interchange of words. And accordingly, one is obviously permitted to respond to, to Kedusha, to Kaddish, or any other Dover Shabikdusha, holy pronouncement, uh, between uh, the end of Shemonasri and these supplications. At this time, one may also respond, Amen, whenever this is called for. By contrast, one may not join the congregation in saying, Vayihi bin Sayaharin, when the ark is opened before the reading of the Torah. And that is from a responsa of Shevet Halevi in volume number 7. Moreover, says the Alter Rebbe, whenever one has not made an interruption for utterly unrelated matters, after Shemad Esri, one may go to another place to recite these supplications. This concludes today's shir.